Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? Tony Bobolinsky, Hunter Biden's former business associates, and he claimed once again President Biden is lying. Bobolinsky says he personally met with Joe Biden in California twice in May 2017. Joe Biden was more than a participant in and beneficiary of his family's business. He was an enabler. And uh, Hunter introduced me as, uh, this is Tony, Dad, uh, the individual I told you about that's helping us with the business that we're working on and the Chinese. They knew exactly what they were doing. They were dealing with a Chinese-owned, you know, uh, enterprise uh, run by Chairman Yi, CFC, that had strong financial support and political support from the Chinese Communist Party. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. You've just signed up for the WBR Army. Welcome aboard. This is the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program, my friends. Again, today we are making our locals page free for you so that you can go there. And you can see, click on what we use as a rundown every day, every single story I talk about, every single link, all that you need to know to get informed and to do your own research is going to be available today. We do this every single day on our locals page, locals.com, search Wendy Bell Radio. Today it's free. Tomorrow it goes back to being $5 a month. We think we are worth it. I hope you do too. So here's a headline. And this is where we're going to get into some really nasty stuff today. This is Matt Taibbi, Michael Schellenberger, and a female journalist named Alex Gutentag. And these three have teamed up together. And they've shared notes and interviews. And they've put together a bombshell three-part series of which today is one. And it digs into the whole crossfire hurricane nonsense. This was the whole Barack Obama era, Hillary Clinton funded um, attempt to connect Donald Trump to Russia. To create the illusion that he was somehow working in conjunction with Russia, that Russia was going to interfere in the 2016 election. This is all entwined with wiretapping and foreign countries working with the DNC, one would expect, with Hillary Clinton, with the deep state, to surveil 26 Trump associates. It is beyond, beyond And I want to read you just the synopsis before we hear from Michael Schellenberger himself, who was on with Jesse Waters last night. Jesse Waters, by the way, I would not be surprised if he's the next one to get fired because he's talking too much truth. And isn't that disgusting to say in these United States? On the Substack public, public public.substack.com, headline, CIA had foreign allies Spy on Trump team, triggering Russia collusion hoax, sources say. This is called election interference. This is called deep, dark, disgusting, gross corruption. This is a brief synopsis. We're going to get into some sound as Michael Schellenberger talks to Jesse Waters last night. Here's the story. Last year, John Durham special prosecutor for the Department of Justice, concluded 
that the FBI should never have opened its investigation of alleged collusion by then presidential candidate Donald J. Trump and Russia in late July of 2016. Now, multiple credible sources tell public and it's it's a it's a site called Public and Racket. I beg your pardon that the United States intelligence community, including the CIA, illegally mobilized foreign intelligence agencies to target Trump advisors long before the summer of 2016. They were desperate to do anything to derail Donald Trump's presidency. The new information fills many gaps in our understanding of the Russia collusion hoax and is supported by testimony already in the public record. Until now, the official story has been that the FBI's investigation began after Australian intelligence officials told U.S. officials that a Trump aide had boasted to an Australian diplomat that Russia had damning material about Democratic presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. In truth, in truth, the U.S. Intelligence Committee had asked the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance. Who is this? Well, this is the Five Eyes are the United States, the U.K., New Zealand, Australia, and Canada. Had asked our allies in foreign governments to help surveil Trump's associates and share the intelligence they acquired with U.S. agencies, say sources close to a House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence Investigation. The Five Eyes Nations, as we just said, U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, New Zealand. After Public and Racket had been told that President Barack Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, had identified 26 Trump associates for the Five Eyes to target, a source confirmed that the intelligence community had identified them as people to quote unquote bump or to make contact with or to manipulate. They were targets of our own intelligence community and law enforcement targets for collection and misinformation. Unknown details about the FBI's investigation of the Trump campaign and raw intelligence related to the um, IC surveillance of the Trump campaign are in a 10 inch binder that Trump ordered to be declassified at the very end of his term. Sources told Public and Racket in the top secret documents, if they exist, proving these charges. They are potentially proof that multiple U.S. intelligence officials broke laws against spying and, and, and election interference. This binder. Very interesting. So let's get to the Jesse Waters, Michael Schellenberger sound. Audio soundbite number one. This whole thing, this whole Russia collusion nightmare, which occupied years, years of news coverage, which from soup to nuts was garbage. It was wrap up smear. It was lies with a very eager media ready to spread it. Audio soundbite number one. Brand new details about how Obama's CIA targeted Trump and started the entire Russia hoax. For years, we were told that tips from an Australian diplomat tipped off the FBI after a random conversation with Papadopoulos, a no-name 20-something. But according to new reporting by Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, the whole thing was a CIA setup. Former CIA director John Brennan 
identified 26 Trump associates to be targeted by the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance. And then those interactions were the targets and were targeted by the FBI as suspicious. And that's how the FBI launched the Russia collusion hoax. The details of this entire operation have been stored in a top secret binder in a secret room in Washington. Trump ordered the whole thing declassified. And now the rumor is that the binder might be missing. That is a huge part of this story. So an audio soundbite number two. This is uh, independent journalist Michael Schellenberger from the Twitter files. He, he's the guy who's breaking all of this. How it started with these 26 people. Go. Joining me now, one of the reporters who broke the story, Michael Schellenberger. Michael, explain how this all started with the CIA picking these 26 Trump people. Yeah, good to be with you, Jesse. Well, obviously, this is an extremely serious story and serious allegation by multiple credible sources that Public and Racket, that's Matt Tybee's uh, publication, have spoken to. These are people that are close to the House intelligence investigation of how the Russia collusion hoax began. The story, as you mentioned, was that, oh, we were just informed by foreign intelligence about this. Our sources tell us a very different story, which is that this was initiated by the U.S. government. It came from within the U.S. government's intelligence community, including the CIA, that they asked the so-called Five Eyes Nations intelligence agencies, that's the other English-speaking nations, including Britain and Australia, to spy on 26 Trump associates, or at least they had a list of the 26 associates that were identified. This is new information. Some people have theorized about this and speculated about it. Uh, we feel very confident that our sources were in a position to know and are very credible in this report. And it's obviously a very serious allegation because this is illegal spying and it's illegal election interference. A hundred percent correct. And Donald Trump has known about it and has spoken out about it endlessly since it began. So this binder, 10 inches thick, Donald Trump made multiple copies of it. The day he's leaving office, January 20th, the day he is leaving the White House, Donald Trump orders all of these documents declassified. He's got the goods. Right. He's going to hand all of these binders out to the media to say with certain redactions which needed to be made. This is what's been going on. People wake the heck up. There's this massive interference campaign that's launched. All of these binders, apparently not all. Were gathered back. Donald Trump was going to transparently. Lay it out to the American people. This is what your CIA, at the direction of Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton, have been doing. They've been colluding with foreign agencies of foreign governments to spy on 26 people in his orbit with the hopes of finding someone, somewhere, some logical, tangential story to connect Donald Trump in some capacity to Russia, the biggest thing that the left likes to use. It's Putin's fault. He's a monster. Those people are X, Y, or Z, right? They can't find anything. 
It's all bullcrap. They've got to create a fake dossier. They've got to create fake stories. They've got to create fake timelines, fake trails. And then they rely on the media to do their dirty work for them. It is the wrap-up smear on a federal government level that you and I have been living through for the better part of eight freaking years. And I'm just getting started because that binder that has all of the crossfire hurricane documents that prove the CIA sucks so much. Well, it's missing. And I bet you they thought it was at Mar-a-Lago. Might that be connected to the raid? We'll go there next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So to recap... A huge story talking about how deeply the United States government, the CIA, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, all of these people were spying on Donald Trump and 26 of his associates. They were trying to interfere in an election. Ladies and gentlemen, how many times did these people break the freaking law? And they're only looking for dirt on Donald Trump to derail his presidency. It's so gross. It is so gross. Audio soundbite number three. Jesse Waters with independent journalist Michael Schellenberger. So the CIA is getting the five eyes nations. You're talking Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and the UK in addition to us. Hey, work with us. We want to be able to spy on these people. We want to hear what they're up to. We'll make it worth your while. Audio soundbite number three. Okay, so you're reporting that the CIA got these allies to bump these 26 Trump associates create interactions and then call these interactions suspicious and let the FBI know they were suspicious. And that starts the whole thing. What about this binder that encapsulates this whole thing and no one knows where it is right now or Trump has it? What's that? Well, Jesse, we'll have a piece tomorrow that is specifically about the binder. But uh, as a friend of uh, of the show and of yours on this, I'll say that there has been widespread speculation that this binder was the was the reason or a reason for the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago. And we'll be discussing that tomorrow. But obviously, if this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence information showing that the U.S. government, the CIA and the intelligence community of the U.S. government initiated the Russia collusion hoax, that it did not occur in the way that the official story, including the Durham investigation, had portrayed it, then that's extremely serious information. And it may be if the FBI then went to go get it in order to continue the cover up of this information, that obviously adds an even more dramatic wrinkle to this. Unbelievable. And Michael Schellenberger even seems surprised himself that the intelligence community was weaponized against a political candidate and used foreign help to get it done. Think about the raid on Mar-a-Lago. So curious, isn't it? What were they looking for? Classified documents or a 10 inch binder? Final audio soundbite. Michael Schellenberger. This is a huge, huge story. I mean, I can't I've been thinking about it in the history of the United States of America. Have we ever had something like this where the intelligence community was weaponized against a political candidate and weapon and using our foreign allies to do it? I, I can't think of a more important or dramatic story. Yeah. And then going to great lengths 
by using FBI raids to cover it up. Boom. That's just an absolute incredible development. Incredible development that you've been living in a game show. Remember when Donald Trump said something very specific to Leslie Stahl and what he was telling her on 60 Minutes was that he knew. And he said, they know I know. Sadly, Leslie Stahl didn't know. And here you go. The biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my campaign, well, There's Leslie. no real evidence of that. Of course there is. <laughs> no. It's all over the place. Leslie, Sir, they spied on my campaign and they got I, caught. Can I say something? You this know, this is 60, 60 Minutes. minutes. And we can't put on things we can't they verify. Won't put it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't look, put on you. things we can't verify. Leslie, they spied and, on my campaign. Well, we can't verify. It's been totally that. verified. No, it's been just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign. They got caught. No, and then they went much further than that, and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie, and you know that, but you just don't want to no. put it on the air. As a matter of fact, I don't know. They spied on my campaign. And then they got caught. And then they went further. And they got caught. He knows all of it. And they are freaking out. So my question is, how do you drop this information on the American people? How do you take this, it seems like, this labyrinthine story with all these tentacles that go to foreign countries and it goes to this whole idea of wrap-up smearing a story of filth and suck to smear a man to run interference for your own corruption and criminality. Unfreaking believable Again, all of this is on our Locals.com page. Wendy Bell Radio, search for that. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Wendy Bell Radio program, my papers are stuck together. We're going to talk about this, the safest, most secure election ever. You know, that's code for, is paid for by the FBI. We're going to go to Atlantic City, New Jersey next. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Got 100 new folks checking out our Locals page right now. Locals.com, Wendy Bell Radio is what you search. We give you everything that we talk about. So you can click on it, you can read it, you can do more. Isn't it so amazing that all of of what we're going through is, is predicated on your access to information? And our information has been so bad... I can't even fathom for how long. And as a member, former member of the media, for being a television newscaster for 20 odd years, I, I sometimes think back and wonder how much garbage did I read? How, how much did I not critically think about the things that were getting put out there? I mean, think about everything we're told about the wars about major events in this country that spark some kind of of a movement for change. I trust no one anymore. I believe nothing. And and I wonder how how is it going to get out to enough people? How are we going to take the knowledge that we have that 
The people in charge of this country who really aren't the ones in charge are horrible people. And they've gotten us into wars. And they've misspent our money. And they've lied about COVID. And they're willing to throw away human beings on January 6th who didn't do anything wrong. Or, and if they did, wouldn't warrant solitary confinement. We have a very big segment of our government, its entire apparatus, running scared right now. And I would be lying to you if I told you I wasn't sickened. You know, Vladimir Putin has been the, the whipping boy, if you will, for so many years. What's he been president? 26 years, something like that. He has been the scapegoat. He's been the poster child for all things excuse mill. Because there always needs to be a demon. There has to be a culprit in order to stoke the smoke, to blind you. But once you see, right? I mean, think about this headline. How corrupt are our elections? I mean, they're terrible. In Wisconsin, if you can have Wisconsin or Michigan, where you can have, you know, a million more registered voters than you have voters who vote or or voters of the age. And you have a secretary of state whose job is to maintain those voter rolls and they do not. What, what else are you expected to conclude? What kind of dot connecting are, are you relegated to? You don't want to fix what's broken because you're part of the break. You're part of the scheme. You're part of the fraud. And all of this to stay in power, to run interference, to be able to be insulated from justice. You have to help steal from the American people a constitutional right of theirs to choose their representation. And and all this fact-checking BS that emerged out of all of this. Anytime you see the news come out, particularly in a website, and it starts, the the headline begins with no, comma, such and such didn't, such and such, you know that you are on the truth. Fact-checking isn't about facts. It's about silence. It's about squelching honesty. It's about putting in a box and sticking on a shelf people who want the truth, people who will risk their lives. Tony Bobolinsky doesn't have to stand up before Congress and put himself in the spotlight. I don't think Tony Bobolinsky is up there trying to become famous. John Paul McIsaac did not want to become famous the day Hunter Biden walked in. He was doing his job. He had a quiet life. He lost that life because of this. We all must be very aware when the media and the Democrats in particular gang up on someone in particular too. That someone is a threat to them. Why? Let's go to this story from the Gateway Pundit. Atlantic City ballot stuffer. 
reportedly worked for the FBI for 25 years doing this stuff. What? Is that even is that even possible? Not only can we can we have a hard time digesting the reality of the Russian collusion hoax, the players involved, the foreign governments who cooperated, the, the complicit media who, who told the stories of suck, who, who tried desperately to take a, a population that for long had been on cruise control and steer them in a direction that was wrong on purpose. Is it possible that this has been going on for decades? Yeah. yeah. So we're talking about this guy, Craig Calloway. You're like, I don't know this person. I don't care about New Jersey. Well, you might. Because he was recently indicted in Atlantic City for, quote, procuring, casting, and tabulating fraudulent ballots. Who is he? Well, Craig Calloway was the former Atlantic City Council president. He was caught allegedly paying New Jersey residents 30 to 50 bucks to act as authorized messengers and request mail-in ballots for voters whom they'd never met. Does anybody else out there think that, or does anybody at all think that the whole mail-in ballot thing is, is anything other than election fraud? That's all it is, period. So the alleged crime took place during the 2022 midterms when Callaway was paid $65,500 by Representative Jeff Van Drew's campaign for, quote, strategic consulting. Representative Van Drew, by the way, is a Republican. He had paid Callaway's firm $110,000 for services in the 2020 campaign as well. So Callaway faces up to five years in prison and a quarter million dollar fine if he's convicted. And it wouldn't be the first conviction either for this dude. In 2006, he admitted to accepting $36,000 in bribes for a co- from a contractor whom he helped win city contracts. And again, in 2008, when he admitted guilt in a blackmail scheme targeting Atlanta City Councilman, as it reported by the New York Times. So last week, Jesse Waters reported on the story of Callaway and his operation. And a clip from that segment is put into this story. All right. On February 12th, however, Waters sent a reporter to Atlantic City to interview people in the city about Callaway and the sentiment of the community. Again, this was the Atlantic City Council president. What do you think about him? You guys know him, right? One Atlantic City resident answered my honest opinion. He's a piece of blank. The reporter followed up with, well, he was caught rigging elections, to which the woman responded again. Or is this the same one you're talking about? It's known. The people there know. The system sucks. It's rigged. You've got people here who've been deeply entrenched in the suck, who've been demonstrably compensated by people in politics, including Republicans. This is pretty much the norm in our election, says somebody else. I mean, someone's always trying to skirt around something, he said. Are Atlantic City elections corrupt? Always have been, said the guy who answered. So apparently this guy's been working with the FBI for 25 years. He's a ballot stuffer who wears wires for the feds. To catch people bribing government officials. If you don't think everything in our government is based on blackmail and bribery, you're wrong. 
So they've got a guy who they know has been taking money. He's stuffed ballots. He's been paying folks. Hey, if you go out and you get some mail-in ballots and we can fill them out together, I'll give you 50 bucks. The more you get, the more you make. The FBI uses him. They use him. We'll let you keep doing this if you help us get information on other people in politics. You don't think they have a... They have a Jeffrey Epstein black book of their own with all sorts of things they can pull up on a dime while also controlling our elections. This isn't the only case of this, ladies and gentlemen. Have you heard any of these stories about George Soros is trying to turn Texas blue? This has been going on for years. How about this headline? 2,000 mules Texas style. Newly discovered police body cam footage implicates a top Tarrant County, Texas Democrat official, multiple of them, in a ballot harvesting scheme. Why aren't these stories all over the place? Why aren't you hearing about this every single day? Because this is going on every single day. There's a reason every single Democrat secretary of state's office was involved in that CISA phone call on November 3rd of 2020 at 3.30 p.m. when it was pants on fire. Holy crap. What are we going to do? We need to figure out a major way to get our guy over the finish line because he's getting drubbed. Newly discovered police body cam footage in Fort Worth, Texas shows that the claims made in True the Vote and Dinesh D'Souza's 2,000 mules were not exclusive to the big swing states or just to the 2020 election. The footage implicates two top Democrat leaders in the county's party, former Tarrant County Democratic Party chairwoman and now candidate for Tarrant County Judge Deborah Peoples and the director of the People's Group, Stuart Clegg. Clegg was also the executive director for the Tarrant County Democratic Party. And Peoples was a member of the Tarrant County Election Board and commission responsible for overseeing the integrity of county elections. Look, the people who are in charge of making sure everything's okay are the ones who are the most corrupt. It starts at the local level. It starts with replacing these people, with prosecuting these people, and ending mail-in ballots forever, period. When we come back, ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about this. Opening the door to COVID litigation. You want to talk about another hornet's nest that's about to absolutely explode? This is it. The country doing it. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. So to, if we're just going to review briefly. So the CIA working with foreign governments to spy on Donald Trump and his campaign. The people in his orbit before he became president. Think about that. That's giant. Think about the, the breaking information, this binder. It's got all the details of the crossfire hurricane nonsense. All the people who are paid, search for, 
Find some kind of evidence. You know, and if you if you listen to Matt Taibbi and his video that I implored you at the beginning of the program to to listen to by going to our locals page, just search Wendy Bell Radio, you're going to get a link to it. And you're going to sit there and you're going to hear disgusting stories. Like CIA agents, CIA operatives. They did some like games playing where they took the 26 people they were all trying to get dirt on. Somebody's got to find something that creates the illusion that Donald Trump is dirty and his orbit is connected to Russia. That they were kicking around ideas. All right, we're all, hey team, we're all going to choose a couple different people out of these 26. And I want you to kind of give me, let's do some role playing and give me a connection that you would see between these two individuals. Because we might be able to use these people as we work backwards to create the story that Donald Trump was influenced by and the election was was manipulated by Russia. It's that disgusting. I mean, you'll literally sit there and go, what? Who? Can you can you imagine what's going to happen when we are allowed to be honest about covid and the vaccine and the damage and the sudden deaths and the turbo cancers and the young people dying of cardiac arrest on the pitch and the pilots and everybody. Because other countries are actually being their light speed ahead of us, years ahead of us, because we're still enthralled in the suck because our government was the architect of it. South Australian court rules employers who mandated covid jabs can be held liable for injuries. I will not rest until these pharmacy companies, these Pfizer, the Moderna, all of them are bankrupt from all of the payments they are owing of people who have been forever changed. The women who've lost babies, women who had multiple babies before had no reason to miscarry a baby all of a sudden. Why? Why is that? I don't know. Yeah, you do. LifeSite.com, LifeSiteNews.com. Headline, just told it to you. Here's your story. The South Australian Employment Tribunal has found that employers who mandated that their staffs take the COVID-19 vaccines can be held liable for injuries caused. That is huge, huge. The ruling implies that employers will no longer be able to claim that they are protected from compensation because they were complying with a lawful state government directive. Youth support worker Daniel Shepard won an appeal against the South of State, the state of South Australia, after it had rejected his claim for compensation following a diagnosis of vaccine-induced pericarditis, a heart condition, which he contracted from a third dose of the COVID-19 jabs. Reception of the vaccine had been mandated by his employer, the Department of Child Protection. The DCP, Department of Child Protection, admitted that the vaccine caused the pericarditis. But they said that the injection did not, quote, arise from employment, but from a lawful state government vaccination directive. Everybody twisting themselves to point fingers elsewhere. The DCP argued that the government was solely to blame. The tribunal, however, disagreed. 
It found that the injury arose as a result of both the government's vaccination mandate and the applicant's employment. Employment, the tribunal says, does not have to be the only or most significant cause. It is only necessary that it be a significant contributing cause of a work injury. The implication being employers cannot shift the blame. They, too, are responsible. Wasn't it just how many of you were just totally mystified? By everybody in your orbit jumping onto this bandwagon. Hurry, hurry, hurry. This shot is the only thing. Rachel freaking Maddow, you clown. The shot stops it. It stops with you. If you get the shot, you're protected. Everybody's protected. Everybody get the shot. Chris Hayes, MSNBC, it's magic. Get it. It's a must-have. Did they just never think critically? Did they did they not step back and say, this is kind of weird? Because we've never gone through this before. This virus that, you know, I've gotten, it sucks, it's not great, but it didn't kill me. I wasn't on death's door. It seems to be knocking out a lot of people who have some serious comorbidities. Huh. Maybe I should think critically about this. What happened to everybody? How is it that some of the most intelligent people in our lives were the first ones to fall for the scam? How is it that these people were the first ones to believe that Donald Trump was some kind of a, a Russian asset? When the rest of us were like, what? What are you talking about? Are you out of your mind? But they are out of their minds. They have been propagandized to a degree that some simply will not be saved. And I I am amazed at these other countries. This is Australia. It's happening in New Zealand. People are awakening in Canada. People are pushing back on ridiculous synthetic foods in Italy. What the hell is going on in the United States? We're learning that this place that we love, who we we would fight to the death to protect, is the darkest, most corrupt place on planet Earth. It It is the place where foreign wars are started where people are the collateral damage and when you and you and I are expected to pay for it. Coming up, hour three of the Wendy Bell Radio program, the firing of honest voices. The one journalist I really enjoyed got axed yesterday. Catherine Herridge. I wonder why. Let's talk about reasons next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. 